live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, everybody. It's time to Ready to Rumble. You see it? It says right there. It says, let's get ready to rumble. So you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show today, and every day, really, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you very much. I feel like it's an honor and a blessing every day. As I always say, and I will never stop saying it, because all glory goes to God here, baby. I got one heck of a show lined up for you today, and I want to give a big shout-out to all of the LFA TV hosts, including young Miss Isabella Moody, who announced that she is pregnant. You guys all knew that anyway. You could tell. Most of you are moms. Most of you are grandmas. Most of you were like, wait a minute. There's something up about her. There's something up. She looks pregnant. Yes, Isabella Riley Moody, our very own, is going to be a mama for the very first time. Can we get an Amen. Can we get our hands to the Lord and say thank you for another blessing? Nice Christian young family going to raise that child right in the name of the Lord. I cannot wait. So big shout out to Isabella and her husband, Josiah Moody. They've been a nice addition here, especially as it pertains to showing the older uh, people like ourselves, 40 and older, how the younger generation is actually doing what they're doing on TikTok, what they're doing on social media. That's why we brought Isabella on. She is a, she's amazing when it comes to that. She is on the front lines of the culture war, as well as Will and many others. We've got a lot of talented people here on LFA. So a big shout out to Isabella and Josiah. Having a baby. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, Speaking of having a baby, we've got our our very own Corn Pop. Uh, I've got to give uh, her husband a call. I didn't have time to do that today, but I'm going to try to do that as soon as I possibly can. We got so many great people in the chat. The chat is flying. Moose for Trump is in the building. V Maxter's in the building. Terry Sue is here. Tommy Lance, Barbara Peters, Dawtet, 8212DAR. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to spell this stuff out so I don't say it wrong. Uh, Rhonda, how you doing, Rhonda? Good to see you. Benny Clow in the building. Actually, Eli, wasn't it Benny who wrote us a song for LFA family? We got to play that someday. We got to play that for everybody someday. Uh, Bargain Queen is in the building. How you doing? Good to see you, Bargain Queen. CDH Service, how you doing? Lifelike is in the building. Angie from Atlanta. How you doing, Angie? Jason, good to see you, brother. Darlene from Michigan. How are you? Renee from Modesto, California. Good to see you. 
Jackie is here. Grace from Romeoville, Illinois. I know where Romeoville is. Nice to see you and nice to have you here. Rockin' Rev. Dean Knoxville, who I was just talking to a little bit ago. Thank you. God bless you, brother. Definitely a man of God. Uh, Jeremy, the kid with the documents, is from my town, says Rhonda. The leaker. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. He's a hero, if you ask me. Suzanne Carlino, thank you very much. And Michelle from Michigan. And we got somebody from Missouri repping. So... Do me the favor, folks, rumble this video, share it out. I've got a message for all of you from Mr. President Trump. So if we can go to that video now, this is President Trump's plan to reinstate the rule of law in this great country. Roll the clip. There is no more dire threat to the American way of life than the corruption and weaponization of our justice system. And it's happening all around us. If we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law, we will not be a free country. As President, it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We want fairness and equality under the law. And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population, very unfair to our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious legal warriors against crime and communist corruption that this country has ever seen. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. And that's what we have. They're Marxists in many cases. By refusing to charge countless crimes, the Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement based on illegal racial discrimination. In Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every other city where these maniacs have taken over, the DA's offices should face federal subpoenas of their staff, their emails, and their records to determine whether they have blatantly violated federal civil rights law. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, who charged a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat by a heavily armed member of a radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense, which is under siege nationwide. Yep. In addition, we will have a complete investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We will find out who ordered it, and we will hold them totally accountable. There is much more that we must do. We have to confront this radicalized law in schools. You take a look at what they've done to our schools, our beautiful schools. We have to reform the far-left bar associations and stop the purge of conservative lawyers from major law firms. I will do whatever it takes to save our legal system among the greatest achievements of Western civilization from the Marxist barbarians who seek to destroy it. And we will do that. We will save it. Thank you very much. Amen. I love it when he comes out. And that's why I was really upset with uh, Laura Ingram on, on Fox News a couple weeks ago when she had Stephen Miller on there and she was basically berating Stephen Miller about 
Nobody wants to hear about Trump saying this, that, and the other. He's saying the same old thing. He's like, Laura, he's laid out plans. He's literally laid out plans for everything that you just said. Why aren't you watching them? Why aren't you looking at them? Why aren't you sharing them? He's the only candidate who is running now or even remotely close to running that is putting out an actual plan step by step. And for that, and for being ordained by God. I truly believe we're going to fight a, an uphill battle, but we're going to achieve success in 2024 through a lot of different means, through a lot of different ways. But one thing is for certain, we're not going to achieve it if we go backwards. We just keep moving forward. Please allow me this moment to thank the following one-time and monthly donors, Darlene Robinson and Shannon Crossland. They both donated today in the tune of $150 on JeremyHarrell.com, keeping this show alive. Darlene Robinson, Shannon Crossland, thank you. Monthly donors, Terry Berger and jo- uh, Julie Coffey, thank you very much for your monthly donations. One time, uh, Joanne Watkins, thank you very much. Monthly donor, Jane Call. And not only do I want to give Jane a shout out because she's a monthly donor to the show, but because Jane is such a wonderfully kind British woman, proud American, and I just, I, I wish I could talk to her more. Um, Michael Weed, thank you very much for your weekly donation. Jeff Richardson, thank you for your weekly donation. And Richard Ryan, Dixie Bayens, Kim Langdon, Mindy Walsh, Barbie Gorby, and Dallas Sfrinka, thank you very much for keeping this show and the truth and the gospel on the air Please, please, ladies and gentlemen, share as we go to the Lord. Jesus Calling, morning and evening version, fr- uh, Friday, Thursday, April. Are we on April 13th already, Eli? Yeah, we are. Wow. Thursday, April 13th, year of our Lord, 2023. Where's the time going? This is a really good one, so pay attention, okay? Ever since I became your Savior, you have been building on the rock of my presence. I think you, got, yeah, I think you all know what that means, right? Ever since you gave your life over to Jesus, everything you, ever since you started that journey arm in arm with Jesus and the Holy Spirit on the other arm, uh, heading on that short, narrow path, it has been like building on a rock of, uh, of his presence, right? I mean, without him, you, you just sink like in the mud. The key to steadiness in your life is to set me always before you. When you make your focus, when you make me your focus, excuse me, You can walk steadily along your life path. See me beckoning you on step by step all the way to heaven. Kind of like a parent does with a child who's uh, riding the bike for the first time without without their uh, their training wheels. And the parent is like, you know, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Come on. I got you. I think you got it. You got it. You got that's like God with us. I mean, that's why God calls us his children. We are truly like children. And he's right there beckoning you on like a proud father waiting for you to make it for the first time without your training wheels. Psalm 40, uh, 42. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud, out of the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand on. And Psalm 16, 8, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Donald Trump is not shaken. 
We're not shaking here on LFA TV. You guys aren't shaking. You're the most based, most engaged audience on Rumble. By percentage, the LFA family is the most engaged audience on Rumble. How do you like that? Truly incredible. And ladies and gentlemen, before you turn out the light, set aside my distraction and look to me or set aside every distraction and look to me as your guide, your GPS, if you will. All right, here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. And thank you for the $10 donation. Wow, who did that? Who, who donated $10 already, Rumble Rant? The one I am. Put God in front of you, amen. Thank you very much. We'll put that to good use. We appreciate your Rumble Rants. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've not shared the video yet, Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, Truth Social, Gab, Getter, those are the big ones. Those are where we get the most people's attention. Get them out there to your friends. Get it out there to your family. Let's have our first slurp of our Rise Up Coffee. And let's get right to business. We've got an explosive show, a lot of breaking news. I'm talking the leaker getting arrested. The Democrats didn't like that leak, did they? No, no, that showed their corruption in Ukraine. It also showed their World War III plan against Russia. How do you like that? They didn't like that. Mitch McConnell retiring. What? What? What, Eli? Yeah. What? Little John for you. Oh, What? Yes, Mitch McConnell retiring. I was just asking where he was. China coughing up documents about Joe Biden's crime family. Is that a warning from China, folks? We got so much. But we're going to get to the first and foremost section of the day. The leaker of the Ukraine classified documents that made the left look so incredibly unqualified and so stupid has been arrested. Question is, who do you trust? The government who's been lying to you? Or the National Guardsman who got this uh, information and got it out to the world? Now, remember, the Washington Post and everybody else this morning was saying, oh, it's some young, charismatic, you know, people looking for love, enthusiasts, searching for companionship, are the miners behind the leak. Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to that? Because just today it's been reported... New York Times reports that they were at the house of the leaker, but they were waiting on the feds to come in and arrest him. And New York Times also then reported uh, that hot air, or excuse me, hot air reported that the New York Times was at the home of the alleged leaker before the feds were. Wow. Again, another New York Times partnership with the federal government, kind of like they did uh, when they arrested Roger Stone. Remember that? Does anyone else get the feeling that the people who are supposed to be looking for the leaker, are lagging behind the people who are reporting on it? First, the Washington, reports, uh, the Washington Post reported on the Discord gamer chat group where the leaked intelligence first appeared, and now the New York Times shows up at the alleged leaker's house ahead of the feds. The leader of a small online gaming chat group where a trove of classified U.S. intelligence documents leaked over the last few months is a 21-year-old member of the intelligence wing of the Massachusetts Air National Guard. 
according to the interviews and documents reviewed by the New York Times, who was apparently there before anybody else knew about it. The National Guardsman, whose name is Jack Teixeira, oversaw a private online group named Thug Shaker Central, where about 20 to 30 people, mostly young men and teenagers, came together over a shared love of guns, racist online memes, and video games. Yeah, I bet they were racist. Two U.S. officials, I believe this kid's a hero if you ask me. If you want to really ask me, I don't know all this. I'm going to jump to conclusions and say that this kid is no different than an Edward Snowden and a Julian Assange, exposing the federal government's lies, exposing their plans, exposing their plan for World War III. Two U.S. officials confirmed that investigators want to talk to uh, Airman Teixeira, or went to talk to him, about the leak of the government documents to the private online group. One official said that Airman Teixeira might have information relevant to the investigation. However, the Associated Press reporter, um, about the same time, put out the Justice Department and the FBI have narrowed the pool of potential suspects believed responsible for the disclosure of the highly classified military documents on the Ukrainian war. A person familiar with the information uh, investigation said Thursday, apparently the family living in the house where the New York Times staked out was expecting the feds when the New York Times reporter knocked on the door. This whole story does is, is, is like every other government thing is just out of whack and crazy. Who can even trust one thing that the mainstream media or the government says these days? But here's what you really need to take out of it. And I think my friend, um, I think my friend Rock and Rev hit it on the head when he texted me and said, this arrest of Air National Guard soldier Jack Trashera in Massachusetts is the most serious Pentagon intelligence leak in more than a decade. This is a big story. He also said to me, the media got to Jack and the family before the FBI. Unbelievable. Military guy that got the military guy that got arrested for the documents. So that is what Rock and Rev Dean was sending me earlier today while I was paying attention to the story as well. And what we do know is this is by far, however which way you want to look at it, this exposes the Democrats. It exposes Joe Biden. It exposes their plan for World War III. It exposes their embezzlement and all of their crimes going on in Ukraine. And uh, I think this guy's a hero. But it also exposes the Pentagon because this is, like Rock and Rev uh, Dean said, who's in the chat with you right here, this is the largest Pentagon leak in a decade. Because, I mean, folks, think about how big this, is, this really is. This is tied to World War III. This is tied to the United States' involvement in World War III. This is tied to the United States lying to we the people who have every right to know the truth about what's going on between Ukraine and Russia, why it's going on, how bad it is, how serious it is, how many people have died, and what the plan is to provoke Russia into World War III and to also, if you ask me, uh, cradle and embrace uh, Ukraine as part of NATO so that anybody that Russia attacks that's part of NATO is an act of war, which I believe has already happened by the United States of America. And I believe this kid, Teixeira, if he truly is the kid that did it and not just some scapegoat, not some fall guy, if, this, if he is the guy that did it and he's the one that leaked this out, I salute him. I am so, and you know why I salute him? I don't encourage people to just push out documents that are classified because it could get people killed. But when the classified documents show the American uh, government lying on a scale that could literally kickstart World War III, 
then yes, he has an obligation and a duty to put that information out to we the people who have every right to see it. I'm so tired of, well, that document's been classified, so it's been redacted. That's been redacted. That's been redacted. Sometimes the things are so redacted that there's more redactions on them than there is information that anybody would care to get anyway. It is ridiculous. Let's pray for this kid. If he is indeed the kid who got this stuff out, let's pray for his safety because it does not look good for him. I mean, I'm telling you what, when you expose the left to this nature, when you expose the left on this level, it is... uh. Doesn't look good for you. What a, what a hero. If you ask me, if, if I'm not, uh, if my rush to judgment that a lot of people don't care for, I guess, but if my rush to judgment backed by the facts I have is correct, then I agree that this kid is an absolute national and international hero. Maybe, maybe he will be responsible for um, stopping World War III before World War III even starts. I'd like to pull up the Rumble chat to see what you guys think. I'd especially like to know what Rock and Rev thinks about this, Dean, um, because uh, he, he's definitely on the tip of the spear on this, like we all should be. B. Palumbo says he is a hero if he did indeed do it. I agree. Prayer for his safety. I agree. He is a hero. Democrats suck. <laughs> Perfect. How did he get the documents? That we don't know yet. That we don't know yet. I mean, he's in the military, so, you know, it's all about who you know. He is a hero. We need more of these people. I agree. He found the docs in the streets. (laughs) You're probably right. (laughs) That's a good one. He's not suicidal. I agree. Don't know the kid, but I'm sure he's not. Um, Is anything going to happen to our communist government? Yes, in due time. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you who is guiding you in your judgment. Thank you very much. He is awesome if he's not set up. Amen. World War III has already begun. I would uh, argue that you're probably correct in that, just not in the way that most people are expecting, but definitely a pseudo-World War III for sure. Um, He is a hero if they are held accountable. If nothing happens, it means nothing. Well, the actions of a hero doesn't rely on, or doesn't, uh, you don't rely on the outcome. I mean, the the act was courageous enough. I believe that was heroic, you know? Um, He is a hero, should be rewarded. Also praying for James O'Keefe. So am I. Smarty Award should go to him. You know what? I believe, Eli, you think that Smarty Award should go to this kid? I think it should too. Why don't we go ahead and cue that music? I don't think I've got a Smarty next to me. I don't know why I didn't grab it. But let's go ahead and give um, Air Guardsman Teixeira, at least for the time being, the Smarty Award of the day. I think he highly deserves it as we look at Ryan Mata there. I think he deserves it, at least for what we have right now. The act alone, I believe, is heroic. Now, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. You want to know another hero? You want to know another hero? I believe another hero in the world right now today happens to be um, Mr. Ben Berkwam. And we'll get to that in a minute because uh, he might have, he, he, he might, uh, have made my orcus switch tune on things but before we get to that let's get to Merrick Garden Gnome Garland because he's got something to say about this leaker um, straight from the horse's mouth straight from the gnome's mouth today the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal retention and transmission of classified national defense information Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard 
FBI agents took Tashira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. He will have an initial appearance at the U.S. District Court for the District of Massachusetts. I want to thank the FBI, Justice Department prosecutors, and our colleagues at the Department of Defense for their diligent work on this case. This investigation is ongoing. We will share more information at the appropriate time. Thanks. Today, the Justice Department All right, I've heard enough of that, loser. Make sure you guys rumble the video as you see there now. You guys remember Seymour Hirsch? Seymour Hirsch was the guy who pretty much validated and brought back, brought forth all the, the, the journalism about the Nord Stream pipeline. I mean, while we're talking about Ukraine, Seymour Hirsch reports that Ukrainian leader Volodymyr Thongwearing Zelensky embezzled $400 million from U.S. taxpayers um, and U.S. payments allocated for fuel. This is Seymour Hirsch's um, updated reporting. He says in recent posts on his blog, Seymour Hersh writes that the Ukrainian President Zelensky embezzled $400 million from the U.S. that was allocated for Ukraine for fuel. This isn't the first time that we've heard about corruption in Ukraine. Okay? We hear about corruption in Ukraine every single day, from John Kerry to uh, Joe Biden to Hunter Biden to even, if you ask me, Kevin McCarthy. Guess we'll get into those later. Zelensky capitalized on widespread public anger at corruption, but his 2019 campaign was dogged by doubts of his anti-graft bona fides, given that his campaign was boosted by media belonging to Kalamoyski, which we've talked about before. This is just Seymour Hirsch bringing people to the, to, to the uh, updated, you know, the newly updated corruption that's going on right now. In his blog, Ukrainian government... Uh, the Ukrainian government, headed by Vladimir Zelensky, has been using taxpayer funds to pay dearly for the, vi- uh, for the vi- vitally needed diesel fuel that is keeping the Ukrainian army on the move in its war with Russia. And it's un- it is unknown how much the Zelensky government is paying per gallon for the fuel, but the Pentagon was paying as much as $400 per gallon to transport gasoline from a port in Pakistan via truck or parachute into Afghanistan during the decades-long American war there, right? Because it pretty much is. The issue of corruption was directly raised with Zelensky in a meeting last January in Kiev with CIA Director William Burns. His message to the Ukrainian president, this is, uh, this is still Seymour Hersh writing, I was told by an intelligence official with direct knowledge of the meeting, was out of a 1950s mob movie. The senior generals and government officials in Kiev were angry at what they saw as Zelensky's greed. So Burns told the Ukrainian president because he was taking a larger share of the skim, um, of the skim money that was going to go to the generals. Burns also presented Zelensky with a list of 35 generals and senior officials whose corruption was known to the CIA and others in the American government. Zelensky responded to the American pressure 10 days later by publicly dismissing 10 of the most ostentatious officials on the list and doing it with little ease. Quote, the 10 he got rid of were brazenly bragging about the money that they had driving around Kiev in their brand new Mercedes, the intelligence official told me. Meanwhile, Hirsch, citing an intelligence official, said that the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines and the lack of strategic planning with regard to Ukraine had caused a growing rift between the White House and the U.S. intelligence community. 
Hirsch goes on to claim that the intel community and the Biden White House are at odds since Joe Biden ordered the sabotage of the Russian Nord Stream pipeline. The Biden-Obama gang is clearly the most corrupt in history. So there you go, folks. This is Seymour Hirsch reporting on this. And uh, now exposing even more of the Biden corruption. Let's go to Secretary Mayorkas. I told you that Ben Berkwam is a national hero. Well, it seems like Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blues reporting alone has caused Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to shut down the deadly Darien Gap jungle trail that literally has been created because of him and that he built in Panama for illegal aliens coming to the United States of America. Nobody ever expected Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue to be hot on the case. I guess they didn't expect spine made of steel and cojones made of brass on Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue. I guess they didn't expect, since the mainstream media was going to stay away from it, that independent media and people like Ben Berkwam would literally make the trek themselves and document the entire thing. But it seems like uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is now saying that he's going to shut down the deadly Darien Gap jungle trail in Panama. I would say shouldn't uh, Alejandro Mayorkas be in prison for creating the trail to begin with because Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue not only exposed the entire trail, which is the main trail used for the illegal um, transfer and transport of humans, both willingly and unwillingly, through South America up to the United States of America, and Ben Berkwam got it shut down, ladies and gentlemen. That deserves more than a Smarty Award of the day. That deserves the Smarty Award of the month. I just I texted Ben uh, before the show, and he's not uh, got back to me, so apparently he must be... Um, he must be out in the field, ladies and gentlemen, right now, because usually he gets back to me immediately. I just want to make sure I'm going to send another text, make sure he's okay. But Ben Berkwam, ladies and gentlemen, got him to shut it down. Now, whether they'll actually do it or not, that remains to be seen. But if they don't, Ben will just expose it even more. Now, now uh, Alejandro Mayorkas did not say that he's shutting it down because of Ben Berkwam, because of Oscar Blue. No, 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 no. He didn't say that. But you tell me why else would he be shutting it down? There's literally been nobody else out there that exposed this as much as they did. And not only did they expose the deadly uh, trail and, and all the rape and all the rob and all the murder that's going on, but they also exposed the, uh, the cartels. They exposed the coyotes. They exposed the NGOs, the Catholic Church and others. They exposed money coming from the United States government to facilitate all of this safe travel along the way and their little, their little rest areas where they get uh, uh, little backpacks of uh, uh, of maps and water and stuff like that. Ben exposed the whole thing. And now they're going to shut down the deadly Darien Gap Trail. So we'll see if they actually do it, ladies and gentlemen. But I want all of you, if you can, not only to share this out, but to go to Ben Berkwam's anything, whether his getter, his Instagram, his Facebook, whatever, whatever, wherever you have him on. And I want you to direct message him and let him know how much that you, that you appreciate him, how much you appreciate his courage, how much you appreciate his family for, for allowing him to do this, for allowing him to putting his, put himself on the line, his life on the line, and their lives on the line every single day. Eli, can you imagine how incredible that is? I mean, just incredible that, that the, the Darien Gap is now going to be shut down, and there's nobody else to give the credit to other than him.
There is literally nobody else to give the credit to other than him. So I love Ben Berkwam. Everybody wants to know when things are going to happen. Well, that is making something happen. That right there is making something happen. And people keep talking about the 20,000 cows that died in Texas. Yes, we covered that yesterday. Very sad. I already got the short clip about it out on Instagram right now if you want to go share it. And the short clip will be here on Rumble tonight if you want to share it with my commentary on it, okay? If you guys could please help me try to get to 4,000 people live here on Rumble, I'd appreciate it. And while you're at it, like the video. Right now, we're going to go and we're going to highlight one of our uh, amazing Amazing, wonderful, and beautiful sponsors, and that is for Patriots. Why is China hoarding food, ladies and gentlemen? You tell me, why is China hoarding food? I'll tell you why, because they know what they're about. They know what they're about to do. Ava Chen, the NFSC, they're telling us every day how much China has a plan to take down everybody, and the world's food is one of the big ones. Energy is, is, as well, and get people to fight inside their own countries. Tearing us apart from the inside out. Experts say that China is hoarding massive amounts of food. And they will soon have over two-thirds of the world, world's uh, globe, of the globe's corn reserves. And over half of the world's rice reserves. And over half of the world's wheat reserves. Okay? What does China know that we don't? China is the world's number one food importer as well. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed, to keep their people even eating, ladies and gentlemen. So while China is exporting everything else, they are importing their food. Look at that incredible stuff at Four Patriots. And it's all really tasty as well. It's not, it doesn't taste like those old school MREs, I'll tell you that. They cannot afford to mess up, folks, or there will be riots, there will be civil panics, or even worse, when it comes to feeding a, you know, billions of people. And it's going to be worse than the lockdowns, too, if they can't, uh, if, if, if crap, when crap hits the fan and World War III starts, they need all the food they can get. So what does that mean for people like you and I? Well, food shortages. Food shortages, food shortages. You see gas shortages. You see supply chain shortages already. You see money shortages. You see gold and silver shortages. You see water shortages. What do you think is going to come next? What do you think is going to come next? Food shortages. So, ladies and gentlemen, create your own stockpile of the best-selling four Patriots survival kits hand-packed in the United States of America. The kits are compact and stacked easily. They have different uh, delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, five-star ratings. You can go there now, 4patriots.com, 4patriots.com. Use the promo code LFA, get 10% off, and also, ladies and gentlemen, every time you buy something through 4Patriots, a percentage goes to veterans, veterans and their families and their businesses, 4Patriots.com. Okay, and grow your own food too, Larry, you are correct. Let's get back to it. China's coughing up documents. I wonder why. I wonder what Joe Biden is doing that China doesn't like because that's what's happening right now. China is coughing up documents. Let's get to it. China is coughing up the documents and they release, they release proof of millions of dollars of payments from China to Hunter Biden's firm and they're just getting started. And we got to give a big shout out to Senator Ron Johnson for this. GOP Senator Ron Johnson thinks China just sent a message to Joe Biden because Joe Biden might be screwing up somewhere. Johnson said, in my mind, it's the Chinese government telling Joe Biden, we got the goods on you, buddy, and we're willing to dish it up. These comments came after Cafe Bank. Remember Cafe Bank? We talked about this two days ago, which, was, uh, which has offices in China and is heavily, heavily regulated by the CCP, voluntarily, 
with no problem whatsoever, handed over the bank records that were requested by Senator Ron Johnson and Senator Charles E. Grassley. The records include those of Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and his brother, James, just like Tony Bobolinsky told us about. Now we've got the actual proof. Investigation takes time, and when time is ready for God to say, okay, take all these people down, all the investigations will be done, all the proof will be gathered, it'll be incredible. Every American bank denied the request. Think about that. Let me say that one more time. Every American bank denied the request, but the Chinese bank gave it right up. Wow. They said they continue, they, uh, the bank intends, intends to continue to cooperate with the committee. That doesn't just say, hey, yeah, here's your stuff. Thank you. Have a good day. No, that means, no, we'll continue to give you stuff as long as Joe Biden doesn't, uh, uh, you know, jump when, when, we, when we tell him to. Wisconsin GOP, uh, GOP Senator Ron Johnson says the Chinese American financial institution Cathay Bank was given Senate, uh, has given Senate Republicans records showing millions and millions of dollars going from Chinese company to President Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Uh, the bank records provided by the bank also include those for all those from President, uh, President Biden's brother, Jim Biden, as well, James Biden. Cathay Bank has offices in L.A. and in China. Johnson said the records show that the Biden family has, uh, was involved with now defunct CEFC China Energy. China Energy had connections to the Chinese Communist Party, which we talked about yesterday, but now they have the actual proof. That's what they were seeking. That's what they thought they would find. That's what I reported on yesterday and the day before. Now we have the actual proof because Cathay Bank said, here you go. No problem. There you go. 20 wire transfers totaling nearly $1.4 million to the Lion Hall Group. Hudson West III paid Hunter Biden a $500,000 retainer fee plus $100,000 a month. And James Biden was paid $65,000 a month. And where did 10% go? It went to the big guy. So that's great. We're going to keep you posted on that. Now, more whistleblowers coming out against Joe Biden. This one, a former White House stenographer that Jesse Waters had on last night. Last night. Let's go to this. Jesse Waters is, uh, he's definitely doing a good job. He's definitely, I think Jesse Waters is poised to take over the top spot, taking it over Tucker. But those two together, they should just leave Fox and start their own business. They'd be uber rich. Check this out. This is incredible. And on that trip that you're aware of. Thanks for having me on, Jesse. Well, what happened on that trip was Joe Biden was in the front of the plane. My job as a White House stenographer was to be in the back of the plane in the press cabin. And if a white, if Joe or a senior administration official came back and did a briefing, and then I would record it and make a transcript. Well, that's exactly what happened. That senior administration official was Jake Sullivan, who's now our national security advisor. So I didn't see anything wrong with it at the time. Years go by. I've left the White House. I'm writing books. And I get a hold of the Hunter Biden laptop from Marco Polo. Uh, they're a nonprofit, a anti-corruption nonprofit. About a year and a half ago, I started writing a substack based on what I find. And then I go back over what I knew happened when I was working for Joe. I found what went down on that trip that you're aware of. Oh, the rest of it wasn't there. I thought that was Thanks. the rest of it. He says, he goes on to say, what I found and the, and the proof that I have is not only impeachable, 
but could get them removed and locked up for life. And he's got all this proof. That's what he goes on to say. Jesse Waters is going to have him back on again. Uh, But the stenographer explained and pieced this together after looking through Hunter Biden's laptop and making the connection. And he goes on to say all of this stuff. Now, and I know a lot of people in the chat are going to say, when? When? When is something going to happen? Well, we just saw the Darien Gap. Apparently, uh, is that, that's shutting down. That's something happening. Taking over the House of Representatives to start all of the investigations. That's something happening. Mitch McConnell retiring, which I'm about to bring up very shortly. That's something happening. So there are things happening. They're just not happening on the time frame that we want them to. But more and more people are coming out about Joe Biden. More and more people will lead that right back to Obama. And when the time is right, when God is ready to strike these people down from this earth, that will happen. This has been ordained. You guys know it as well as I do. All we have to do is not only have patience, but continue to have the fire burning in our belly for this country. Because what else are you going to do? Mitch McConnell, ladies and gentlemen, retiring, resigning, leaving, running away. Why? Why? Just three weeks ago, just a month ago, before this guy fell at a Trump hotel. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. You just can't make this stuff up. Remember just a month ago when he was holding up documents and saying, we're not going to take that. We're not going to be involved in this. Uh, we think that the Republican Party should be moving towards a new direction. And I'm the chinless wonder, and I'm married to a CCP wife. Uh, he was just talking real tough a month ago. Then he falls at Trump Hotel. We haven't seen him for a month, and now he's retiring? Wow. Sounds like they got him out of the game. Sounds like they got him out of the game the same way Diane Feinstein is out of the game. She's putting out statements, but we don't see her. John Fetterman, right, putting out statements and videos, but we don't see him back. Funny how they do this, isn't it? Mitch McConnell has been out of the public eye for weeks following a serious fall that hospitalized him. And now multiple sources confirm that Senators John Barrasso of Wyoming, John Cornyn of Texas, John Thune of South Dakota, are actively reaching out to fellow Republican senators in efforts to prepare for an anticipated leadership vote, a vote that would occur upon announcement that Mitch McConnell, the chinless wonder, would be retiring from his duties as a leader and presumably the Senate itself. Nancy Pelosi did this uh, not too long ago. And I told you these people are trying to get out of this now. They're trying to do whatever they can to get out of what's coming now. So there's good news and there's bad news surrounding this. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? this is not, you're not going to like some of this. But I'm glad that he's leaving. I am glad that he's leaving. Here we go. The bad news is that a Democrat governor would appoint his replacement through 2026. That's the bad news. And we know this because remember when Blagojevich, Ron Blagojevich out of Chicago was trying to sell that Senate seat? Well, at least that's the story. This thing is gold. I've got this thing and it's gold. He was the governor. He was trying to fill that that Senate seat. Remember that? Obama's Senate seat. So a, a Democrat would be able to fill that Senate seat until 2026. That's one bad thing. Here's another bad thing. Red flag rhino John Cornyn wants to be the new GOP leader who we just talked about. And what we must do is replace Mitch with MAGA. 
ladies and gentlemen, with a MAGA candidate, at least leadership anyway. So we need a MAGA leader in the Republican Party in the Senate. Now, the bad news is, is with Mitch doing this, that skews the numbers really badly, doesn't it? So you know what I say? I say we do the same thing as I've been saying. Go down to their level and pay these Democrats to come over to the Republican side. We need Senator Joe Manchin, who's lollygagging right now, playing hee-haw with the F-around gang over in Ukraine with Brad Paisley singing songs that nobody cares about. That's where, that's where uh, Joe Manchin is right now. We need to pay him and get him over. We need to get Senator Kirsten Cinema over, and then we would have the majority. Sounds to me like this is, uh, this is uh, Mitch McConnell helping the Democratic Party and running for his life. But in the uh, celebration of Mitch McConnell leaving, which we definitely need to happen, but now we need to work in the Senate to make sure that we replace him with a MAGA leader and not a red flag rhino like Cornyn. How about we play this in, uh, in honor of, of, uh, of the chinless wonder? How about that? Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Hey, Will Johnson is in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Will Johnson is going to be coming up next. You know, the most he's ever had is 1,300 live people watching him. I'm hoping that 1,500 of the 3,500 that are watching here will go over and watch Will's show. That's what I'm hoping. Followed up by Man in America after that. Now, um,. Before we get into this next segment, which is very, very, very disturbing, and I'm going to say viewer discretion advised because of the sickness that we're going to show, before we get into that next segment, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to go, and we have got to talk about one of my favorites, not, not the long-lasting favorite, but when it does come around, the Tackwright Mini Chainsaw. Look at that bad boy. Oh, I love it. I love that thing, and, and people are right. They're like, get that thing out of Jeremy's hands before he does something wrong. But look at, look at it. It just comes in a few different pieces. You pop that thing together that quick. Bing, bang, boom. Pop the battery on, and that baby is ready to do some damage. Spring cleanup, yard cleanup, pesky small trees, weeds, even medium-sized trees. This thing is the bomb. The Tackwright Mini Chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen. And, and you get free shipping and handling when you get that bad boy, and it's only $129 because it's 50% off going right through us. That is TacRightLFATV.com, TacRightLFATV.com. Now, viewer discretion advised because we're going to show you some sick individuals, some disgusting individuals. First of all, though, I want to tell you, Lego, Lego of my ego, right? Lego has just gone extremely woke, ladies and gentlemen. Lego is now pushing radical trans agenda on our innocent children. And they're putting out Lego sets that represent the LGBTQ movement using the ABCs. How do you like that? A is for awesome to explore our complete LGBTQIA alphabet. B is for bi. C is for coming out. And G is for gay. And now they're putting out these woke LGBTQIA pedo plus Lego sets that represent what? Eli, let me ask you this question. What could you represent if you were going to put together a toy that represented LGBTQIA pedo plus? It would have to be sex-driven, right? 
It would have to be some kind of sex scene or some kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, a weird-looking boy-girl walking down a rainbow walkway or something like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, my son, Jaden, absolutely has always loved Legos, always built stuff out of Legos. I might have to tell him, hey, you might have to uh, ditch that for something else. You might have to go buy another company or something, bud. Uh, anyway, let's go to uh, this wa- Lego employee who gets confronted over uh, this and other things, and uh, you'll see what happens. The Lego group supports what? Yes. The Lego group pretty proudly supports the LGBTQ community. Do we want? Yeah. Yes. But the question is, why are you all in here with those pins on? Do you think children care about what man sucks at home and what girl eats vaginas at home? Do you think they care about it's that? It's time to leave, man. Do, I mean, do, do you think they care? I don't think they think about that, personally. Right, they so why would you... So, so, they think about it when they see your pen. No, they don't. It's time to leave. Yes, they do. It's disgusting. That's called grooming. Okay. All right. Did y'all mind leaving? Yeah. If you call security, tell security that you're, that you're in here you wearing a pride flag on your, on your shirt. Come on, guys. It's time to leave. You know what's amazing? Most children don't know. He's been educated by me. I think he's grooming. It's, it's borderline pedophilia and child abuse yep. for these weirdos to come in here and wear that. Yep. And at the same time, kids buy from the store. When does sir, it stop? Sir, I'm sick and tired. You don't have to shop. Huh? Yeah, but I came in here to buy something. When does it stop? At some point, we even stop pushing this mess on children. At this point, we're just going to have to ask you to leave. I'll leave. Okay. And I won't spend any money at Lego. Fantastic. If you're in here right now, sir, if you're sir. in here right now and you care sir. about value, this store is yes. intentionally promoting LGBTQ behavior on children. Yes. Sir, you're, you're, Spend your money in a yes. place that doesn't do that to kids. Yes. Sir, you're about to get trespassed. Thank you. Yes, you're about to get trespassed. Yeah, I don't care. Good. I love that. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. When I tell you every day we got to stand up against this stuff, we got to be loud, we got to be vocal against it, this is what we're talking about, right, Will? Will knows. Will knows. That sounds exactly like something Will would do. I love it. Now let's get back to the ABC, queer ABC. Apparently there's a queer ABC now. Again, viewer discretion is advised especially with the language on this one uh but it just blows my mind roll it oh i'm not fucking winners and this is what they're trying to teach the youths them come b is for buy c is for coming out d is for drag fam fire that book <laughs> he straight kicked that book underneath the bookshelf this is the full-blown attack on our kids but wait but wait it gets worse it gets worse and now there's this thing this sasquatch that i'm about to show you the worst part about this is after this sasquatch and you need to watch the whole thing it's three minutes and nine seconds i apologize but you need to watch this sasquatch you need to watch all three minutes because what happens at the end is gonna blow your mind what the what the uh what the school board uh uh changes their mind to and agrees on because of this disgusting Sasquatch. Watch this. Sick, sick, sick pedophilia, and they're normalizing it so all the elite can come out of the closet and say, these are all the kids I've been banging my whole life. That's why they're normalizing this. I will speak loud for those who cannot speak. Oh, yay. I'm a proud he, she, they, them, whatever. Yeah, you are a whatever. I am a boyfriend to a beautiful woman but i am a girlfriend to a handsome trans man but. and i am also a girlfriend to an incredibly 
beautiful woman. Um, growing up in this town, my mother always told me to love myself for who I am, not what I am not. Not all of us can be as lucky and have a supporter like that. In fact, I knew friends in school who would bring an entire change of clothes with them so they could dress the way that they felt inside and be free of persecution that they would feel at home or the sideways glances. One of the first things we learn in a healthy family is trust, and unfortunately, some parents don't trust their children when they say, this is me. And they make that decision for them. That may make the child fearful for, from the people that claim to be trying to protect them. These children may see the hate and prejudice at home for people just like them and feel the only place they can truly be themselves is at school. Every child needs to control when they out themselves. What? I never had to out myself. Ugh. Everyone always knew that I was just different. Yo, you're different. I was just Joey. Eli said he's every character in The Princess Bride rolled into but one. If you take away this ability, this control from these children to out themselves, you are forcefully putting them into a, a possibly violent household where their parents could kick them out force them into conversion camps or relinquish their, their parental rights and put them into the system. And God forbid they might consider suicide. Eli, you think he's got a fup? Changing this policy would create a very slippery slope. And te Texas just recently passed bills that require um, every citizen, apparently, to... Um, report that um, if, if, a, if a child is getting any kind of trans affirming care, uh, those parents and or doctors can be arrested. And it's creating political refugees already. And we cannot stand by and let this happen in Chico. That's your time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yay. You're so brave, Bigfoot. Uh, first of all, uh, that's disgusting. Makes me want to throw up. Second of all, Eli said that thing looks like every character in The Princess Bride rolled into one. I believe that's true. Uh, third of all, Eli said, uh, I think he was right. He said he could smell this video. I could smell it too. It smelled like uh, B.O. and oh, it just was so gross. So disgusting. Um, the reason why I wanted you to watch that to the end, because the board, because of that, changed their vote. And now... The, bo the, vo the board voted to keep parental secrecy policy in place to keep a child's, a child's gender transition status away from their parents, Eli. Oh, I'd go to prison. Oh, I'd be, I'd be going back to prison. Hi, guys. How you been? Oh, Jeremy, where you been? Uh, you know, I you know, kind of got my life together and, you know, uh, you know, because I started following Jesus and everything was great. And then somebody, that thing did that to my daughter. So I killed him and, you know, now I'm here again.
Oh, it's so disgusting. It makes me want to throw up. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, since it's so gross, let's clear the air one more time and let's talk about EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen, the best home air purification in the game. You will not smell this video. You will not smell that guy. If that guy, girl, he, she, them, they, whatever walks down your block, that Sasquatch, you don't have to worry about the smell following following him. He won't smell like an Indian food filled in a, in a dirty diaper. It won't smell that bad at all because you have the EnviroCleanse unit, ladies and gentlemen, and you used the promo code LFA, saved yourself a ton of money, and got on a payment plan. And it's 30-day back money guarantee. No smoke, no viruses, no mold, no bacteria, no Sasquatches, no disgusting fups, none of it. Ladies and gentlemen, go to ekpure.com. That is ekpure. Dot com. Use the promo code LFA. Save yourself 15% and get yourself on a payment plan. Now, before we go, before we go, we know that Elon Musk has been dropping the mic on these morons lately, talking about NPR, New York Times, and now PBS. Eli, the swamp just keeps draining itself. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Now the public broadcasting. So, you know what it is, Eli? They remind me of the news, station, the news outlets on Anchorman. Public broadcasting here. Spend with NPR here. You know what I mean? We're here to save the day. Nope. PBS now dumps Twitter over government-funded label that they got to. <laughs> and then as soon as they dump Twitter and put out this scathing message on Elon Musk, Elon Musk then exposes a government-funded media email after NPR and PBS leave Twitter in a huff. He, he, puts a, he shared an email from an NPR reporter to Twitter explaining why NPR left the social media platform uh, and Musk demolished NPR in his own response. The tech and automobile mogul pointed out that NPR admits to federal funding on their own website. And he put up their website. We got a side-by-side -side of this. This is incredible. This is incredible. Uh, let's see. I'll just pop it up here. Look at this. This is their own website. He goes, why state label? Because of the label, NPR is quitting Twitter across all 50 plus accounts. Our executives say the government funded we, uh, media label calls into question our editorial independence, blah, 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 blah. So he puts this up, which is their stuff. <laughs> Federally funding, federal funding is essential to public radio service. <laughs> and he just put up what was on their own website. Absolute mic drop. Folks, please go to MyPillow.com. And uh, if you're going to be doing some more shopping for Mother's Day and Father's Day, go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code LFA. We'd really like it. Uh, Mike Lindell would really love it as well. We're going to try to get Mike Lindell back on the program. We've been trying. He's been extremely busy. But hopefully we get him back on. And also, check out LFATV.us. We have just updated the website. Play the intro video to everybody's talent card. I think you'll really love it. And... Also, feel free to go to JeremyHarrell.com and become a one-time or a monthly donor to the show because this is truly powered by the people. There are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please join Will Johnson and Culture Wars next. I love all of you. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, guys. See you tomorrow.
assuming that we first in America.